15-15 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the broad, the bad, the ugly, the podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. These are your favorite tag team partners, me, Stuart Pro. It's Miller. Hey, Ben, sir. All right. I think, uh, I'm in there, too. I mean, you know, I just ate good, you know, I just cooked. Yeah, I smelled it when I came in. I yeah. smelled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they gonna go ham no burger when they get in this house. They outside playing tennis now. So, oh. yeah, when they come home, oh, they about to They'll be good and hungry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They about, and ready. They about to kill that. So I was glad to get the first, first plate because <laughs> sometimes when I make the pasta and shit, and I know I make enough, but if I let everybody else eat first, you don't get the <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fortunately, right now, I'm still at the age where, you know, it's very easy dinners and stuff. But once I have to share what I cook, I'm going to be like, okay. You know, I, I lie because I'm already at that point with Els. Like, she just, if I make turkey bacon, chicken tenders, um, spaghetti, that's not that's not yours. That don't belong to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, and um, what else? Oh, if I make wings. She discovered wings and mild sauce already, so... Yeah. yeah, that the blackness in Chicago came out of her. Yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. "What?" Because you know she wanted to taste one of the fries, and mm-hmm. she was like, <laughs> "I gave her a fry. They all have sauce. I don't know you could do, but you know some don't have a little bit." Mm-hmm. One of them, she's like, "Dad, there's not enough." And I was like, "No, I'm not giving you more fries. No, there's not enough on the fry." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Enough what?" And yeah, then she so reached good. into my husband and started rubbing it around. I said, "Oh shit, she done discovered my mm-hmm. sauce." Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's over now, dude. <laughs> it's a wrap. She was like, so now when she has fries, even from McDonald's, she's like, the fuck is this shit? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god. So I gotta keep my sauce on deck at the oh, crib because yeah, yeah. she's like, yo. So you gotta run a bye byes and shit, bro. I have a mild sauce that I ordered from Harold's, like through Amazon. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got a bottle. Oh yeah, you can get a bottle. You can get a jug if you want yeah, to. Yeah, dog. I know that jug like is like twenty seven bucks. No, go on Amazon. It's like twenty. Because the bottle I get is like five, five twenty-five, And it's like a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but with Ari, I mean with Elle, she run through it. Me and her, yeah, yeah, because I need a jug. Cause if I yeah, need, you got, yeah, they ain't going to last. One kid going to kill it. It's just not because they're going to put it on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's like that phrase. That's what I'm saying. Put that shit on everything. Put that shit on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't even enjoy wings. 
still, I got I got two more weeks, and then I'll be able to eat like a real person again. Yeah, yeah. First thing I'm gonna have is a torta. That's always too much bread for me. You don't get it from my people. Everywhere I go, and it's just spent too much bread. You can ask them to cut it out too. You know that, right? The bread? Yeah, they'll do it. I I forget what it's called. But I feel like they just always smash up the meat so much. Yeah, you got it. Like they always make it so thin. And I'm like, at that point, it's like I'm eating a fucking a jerky sandwich. Where are you going? I'm not <laughs> saying. But you know what? I've been getting my homemade, so maybe that's why I'm like, where are you getting this? I haven't mm-hmm. had a at the store torture in a minute. Yeah. Cause for the fuck what? But yeah, it's the bread too that you get. I mm-hmm. know, I know that too. And then yeah, how yeah, you... like some place. I mean, the bread be good. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just they the put meat. too much. Yeah, or the meat don't be. Yeah. yeah. They do get a little. Some places get a little skimpy. You gotta go to the right place. That, mm-hmm. like, you gotta look for the old lady. You got the yeah. old old Wella back there. Mm-hmm. She'll hold you down. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you. Like, I got you. Yeah. Shit. Oh, um, anyway, you got a match to watch for? I do actually, and it comes from Raw. Uh, Gunther versus uh, Gunther versus Kevin Owens. Um, in a non-title match. Man, that match was dope. Mm-hmm. They got like two commercial breaks. Um. Was it two or three? Was it three? It could have been three. They got time. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. what matters. And they told a story. And to me, they they didn't get restrictions per se. It was like, mm-hmm. go out there and just have a fucking wrestling match. Like, that yeah. match could have easily been in Pro Wrestling Gorilla, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, on an ROH show in another universe. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was that type of feel to it. So that's what I liked. Um, Gunther just fits. You wouldn't think... That he fits as far as a wrestler. Because um, it's not like this outlandish gimmick you usually get for WWE. But he's just... He's still Walter. Mm-hmm. He's still going to beat your ass and chop you to death. And he just makes the basics look so brutal. Mm-hmm. That... Like, even his powerbomb. When he does that powerbomb, it looks like you're... Fu- like, it reminds me of when Vader was doing... he goes down with it. He goes down with it. But like he has, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He has his own signature to it. Everything yeah. has, a, even his chops. Like you see his whole body going into it, and mm-hmm. it's just like you, you go like and embrace yourself, and you're not even taking the chop. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, yeah. oh, help me please. And it's just fun to watch him. Like that's the type where I would show that to somebody who wants to get into wrestling more or. Um, it's like, yo, what's going on in wrestling? Like, Gunther is who I would show because it's not too flashy. It's not out of this world. And it's literally, you can see, like, he's he's one of those people where people are like, is that real? Like, he, oh, shit. And he's Damn. putting on good matches with everybody. Anybody. Like, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Ali. Like, just doesn't matter. And, you, and, that per- and he makes that other person look good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a gift because we get, we see a lot of big guys in WWE. You know what I mean? Um, we see a lot of big guys who can move. But I don't... I feel like it's a, a special talent that you're a big guy who can make smaller opponents or more athletic people mm-hmm. look incredible. But at the same time, maintain your presence of, like, danger of, like, at any moment, one chop will fuck this whole shit up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got it going, but if he gets one chop in, it's over for this motherfucker. Like, this is a wrap. <laughs> And they really establishing that intercontinental t- title on him oh, because yeah. like they're not even having him. Like I haven't seen where he's going to be in the Money in the Bank. No, 
He's yeah. doing his own shit. Yeah. Got his own thing going on. The only thing I hope... He wasn't in the tournament for the World Heavyweight right. title. I just don't want Triple H to get in this mode of where he just keeps... um. Like, I don't want it to be one of those things where Gunther relinquishes the belt because he won the WWE. Like, because he does that way too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Triple H does that all the time. You gotta stop. Because then it makes it look less special. Or then you don't anticipate that actually happening. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I hope. Like, he can lose straight up and his mystique will still be intact. Oh, yeah. Or just, hey, do the age-old thing. Four-way... They even have the good thing about um, four way triple threat. Now, but that's the good thing about the the rule in WWE that I will say is that when there's a triple threat or a four way match, you know, one finish, one fall, and the champion doesn't have to get pinned, that can help you in situations like this, so that Gunther doesn't, you know, look because they did it for bad. Bobby Lashley, right? So then he doesn't look bad, and mm-hmm. that guy stole it. I don't even think you always have to say the guy stole it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes that diminishes the person who won. Like, yeah, yeah. you could do something to incapacitate the bigger dude and be like, okay, now is my chance. I do that shit in the video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I say all that to say Gunther um, versus Kevin Owens. Definitely a match you need to check out. Match to watch for. Yep. Such good shit. Good shit. Um, news and rumors? Uh Yeah. Um, Bandito, Roosh, and Roosh's father, La Bastia, have all quit AAA. Um, in Bandito's case, um, Conan on his podcast, I guess, made a comment saying that um, if Bandito were Crash, which is a... I, I would call Crash... Um, they run out of Tijuana. And I would say Crash is kind of like the GCW of Mexico, maybe. Without, like, the crazy deathmatch stuff, but it's kind of... Um, but they, they're uh, a popular promotion. And Bandito is a... He's not signed to anybody particular. So, in a sense, he's always been free to do what he could do. But because AAA and CMLL have that issue, you're kind of like... You're in a situation where it's like, I, I mainly work for AAA, and that means I don't do CMLL stuff, and Crash kind of takes anybody. Because there are some guys who work for both, but they don't get paid a ton, or they get paid so much that it's in their kind, kind of like, like an AEW type of thing. Yeah. So, that being said, the ultimatum that Conan gave uh, Bandito was that if he worked Crash, he'd be done with AAA, and then immediately there's like ads with Bandito in Crash everywhere. So that was his answer, like, yeah, I'm going to do this show. Um, as far as um, Roosh and La Bastia... I think the issue has more to do with, like, missing out on paydays, like Forbidden Door and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if there's a big issue for Pinta and Ray Phoenix because they get paid so well between both. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, all right, fine. You know, one, not to say they wouldn't be excited to work Forbidden Door, but I think it's like, okay, one less payday, fine, whatever the fuck. Um, mm-hmm. But for Roosh, he could make bank in Japan. Like, I, I feel like some of that has to do with Japan... Being like, yo, the fuck is this dude? Because Mexican... Big athletic dude. Big athletic Mexican heavyweight guys mm-hmm. with the kind of um, presence that he has. Because you can't mm-hmm. teach presence, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just seeing Roosh. We've seen him live. You're mm-hmm. like, fuck. All right. Shit. Look like a bull. He's in t- 
He looks like he'll beat your ass. Like, for real. He looks like that Mexican dude. Like, hey, man, chill before it could get bad in here, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, with him, like, he has that, that presence. So, I, and that goes a long way in Japan. So, I, to me, somebody's like, we can't use Roosh? Fuck. And he's like, I'm missing money. Triple A is holding me back. I'm out. Yeah. And that's how you get here. So, somewhere it's got to get. On both ends. Mm-hmm. I think CMWL... Having New Japan in their back pocket makes them a little more, you know, have a little more leverage when that when it comes to that. Whereas AAA, they work with pro wrestling Noah yeah, yeah. a lot, but it's not on as big a scale. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. it, it's such a weird dynamic that with Tony Khan, just because he, he uses people from everywhere. Yeah. Like, he's about to work with stardom, but when you think about it, he uses a lot of wrestlers, like when Maki Ito comes and then... They're from Tokyo uh, Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's not a rival promotion mm-hmm. to start them because they kind of get along per se, but they're not, you know, it's like AEW and Major League Wrestling. They're not beef, but you're yeah. your own thing. So, that's what I love about AEW too is that they kind of take from, every, like, use people from everywhere. And it's like, mm-hmm. you sort out your outside issues. Yeah, yeah. But if you're available and your people over there will let you come, come on, we'll play ball. That's dope. Mm-hmm. It gives it a more world concept. Yeah. So, But we'll see what happens with that if they can figure it out because Roosh is a big draw and that messes up a whole bunch of fucking shows for them, bro. Like, he's supposed to have a, like a Max versus hair, a hair versus uh, mass match. Mm. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, on the 17th, Miro's coming back. For um, at Collision, so he'll yep. be on that show. That's gonna be dope. Very exciting stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, such good shit. It's such good shit. Am I missing anything? Ah, so A A W A A W, which is one of the uh, home promotions here in the Chicagoland area, <clears throat> and Freelance kind of are trying to find a home within Chicago, where they used to um, have their shows. Um, they got booted for, I can't remember what kind of event. It was some kind of event that happens weekly. So they, they couldn't, you know, fit in there. And I get that from a business standpoint. You have somebody who runs once a month or somebody who wants to run, like, every single Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get them bucks. Um, but where they were going to run, um, shoot, and I forgot the name. Hold on, let me pull it up. <laughs> the Irving Hall. Because um, I call it something different. But anyway, Irving Hall... Um, the guy didn't have a PPA license in Cook County in the city of Chicago because of, remember E2? Mm-hmm. You have to have a performance license. All has to do with how many people you have in there and doing live events and codes. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have that, they you cannot run events. They big on their codes. Yeah, because it's money. if you're not from, yeah, it's money, it's money too. But at the same time, this is one thing that I will yeah. say that in its origin of an idea, mm-hmm. It was in good because me and you, how old were we? We were probably like 10, right? When that E2 club, remember that yeah, yeah, thing? So in yeah. Chicago, there was a club called E2. It was right by the dance school, actually, yeah. on Michigan Avenue, where they had, um, you know, art. I think they had like an artist walk through something that made it really busy in there. And they had way too many people of capacity and a DJ performing. And so it ended up happening where people were trampled coming out and a lot of people died, like like 10 people, right? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. crazy. And then a lot of people went to the hospital. It was nuts. And since then, because they're like, okay, you can't just spring up some popular artist or DJ or have some crazy live performance, there are a lot of codes and regulations. So, going into this, basically, Freelance Wrestling had their show on Friday night, 
right after their show on Friday night, the city shut down the building. So at about midnight, the owner of AAW had to start sending out messages to wrestlers. He sent out tweets and everything, even to the fans to let us know, like, hey. Dude, we were 10. We were, uh, <laughs> dude, we were 19. 19 what? I was 19 when it happened. Oh, the really? E2? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, three. 03. We could have yeah. like, been there. <laughs> Something crazy to feel out what it was. But yeah, yeah so. 21 people died. Yeah. 21? Yeah. Wow, man. February 17, 2003. So you were still 18. I was yeah, 19. Yeah, you were 19. Wow. At that time. That's crazy. Well, so yeah. And um, so that being said, with, with, with him not having any, um, the owner not having everything up to code, they had to cancel the show. And now they're looking for a new home in the Chicagoland area. And this is the reason why I brought that up is this is the reason why a lot of promotions don't run in the city. They end up running in the suburbs or why you end up going to the Now Arena and whatnot because you don't have AW money to rent out Ram Trust or whatever, or even it would make sense, obviously. Um, and these venues have to, in order to, and it sucks because there's no way the wrestler, the promoter would have known. You don't have the proper license. Like, how the fuck? It's just crazy. Yeah. Because you have wrestlers who were traveling to try to get to the show. Mm-hmm. People, one of the um, announcers was, his keys were in the ignition when he got the text. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, it ain't happening. And he was like, you know, this could have, it could have been bad. He could have been halfway to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. So, shout out to all the independent wrestlers and promoters out there who have to deal with shady businessmen and building owners who don't have their shit up to par. Because it sucks for, you have, <clears throat> they try to run more in Chicago than in Berwyn and the other places where they run, or like Marionette Park. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because for some people who live within you know the what? city, it's hard to get there. You know what they should do? Is find a venue and buy it. Some of these promoters actually have the money to do it. They I don't could. know why they don't. I think part of it is to sustain it. Because like, I mean, if you try to run a weekly show, you're going to be able to sustain it. Right, you know but I mean? that's the problem. It's not. It, I think that's what it is. It's monthly. Even if you did bi-monthly, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, but you always rent it out for other stuff. Right. Like a banquet. Or other wrestling promotions. Mm-hmm. And I think some... A lot of times where, when people have a home promotion is because they have a relationship with that place. And yeah. that's why you have... Like, you know, we're always had a you relationship with Frontier Fieldhouse. Right, yeah. right, right. You know what I mean? And, and trying to find a building and then you have promoters like that... The dude who owns AAW, I know for a fact, like, I think... AAW. Yeah, I thought that's what I said. But I think he he does, like, construct... Like, they have their outside jobs. He's like, do I want to take on... You know what I mean? But, but yeah, owning your own building always makes things easier. Maintaining it is the hard part. I think that's all my news and rumors, though. Oh, Iron Sheik passed away. Yeah. R.I.P. Rest in peace to Iron Sheik. Yeah, yeah. Other than that. First Iranian world heavyweight champion. Probably first and only. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Anyway, let's get right into it. RPI Iron Sheik. The raw, the bad, the ugly. What was your raw set? Um, my raw... I'm going to have to give it to um, starting the Adam Cole versus MJF program. Um, the reason why it's my raw, not and it's not just the promo. 
it's going that direction. And I, I want to shout out to myself because I called it after the... Uh, I, I was like, yeah, after this, I think they're going to do the Adam Cole thing. I think it's time where you have to have, um, you know, that, that top baby face go against MJF and it be not just a, a one-off and then on to the next, like MJF mm-hmm. has kind of had. I think this is going to be one of those that is going to keep going. Um, and MJF could very well win the title match and then, it, you know what I'm saying, and the few mm-hmm. keep going. But... I think the first promo lived up to the hype. Just them going back and forth is like what we thought it would be, but also left more on the table going forward. And, um, yeah, I just, like, I know some people said, like, why would you do that already? I will wait. But wait think, for what? I think MJF needed more. Yeah, wait for what? The because fuck they, what? I mean, because they haven't really... His title He hasn't range, been challenged. Yeah. He hasn't really had a... You know, I mean, he's been challenged, but he hasn't been challenged. Challenged, right. Like, okay, this dude's on the same... Mm-hmm. Maybe Ricky starts, but they're not going there yet. And that's the other thing, too, that I think, is that I could see Adam Cole not winning the belt. Like, there's a few, he goes, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And then it, somebody else could win it. Who knows? But at the same time, this, to me, is how you draw in viewers. Not that they're hurting to get viewers, but this is like money-making mm-hmm. TV to me because I, I want to see Adam Cole versus MJF for all the reasons that they both said. Um, and uh, I think it more establishes Adam Cole as that baby face, that lovable mm-hmm. baby face. Um, so, yeah, it's just good stuff. I think it'll be... They're both very creative with what they do and then the yeah. freedom of TK gives you a chance to kind of do stuff. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, definitely, this is my raw. Love the promo. That promo was just. If that didn't draw you in to what's about to happen, I don't know what would have been able to really get you in tune to it. I mean, I think both dudes were on the mic, cut really good fucking promos. I think um, Adam Cole pretty much luring MJF into into this feud with them. Because MJF was kind of like, oh, man, you know, I don't even need to, like, face you, really, kind of, you know. And then, all of a sudden, he gets pissed off. Because Adam Cole kind of calls him out. And, uh, you know, his anger got the better of him. And he said, fuck it. We're going to do this. So, because um, I think it was one of those things where... You so used to seeing MJF piss somebody else off and get them riled up. I like that they turned it, and this time MJF he tried to get Adam Cole pissed off, and then Adam Cole turned it on him, got him pissed, and made him accept the match with him. I think that promo was done well. Um, shout out to whoever wrote it, but they just let them. Just nah, that's all them. I yeah. can tell. Yeah. I saw those wheels turning when Adam was sitting there in that corner. Yeah, yeah. And I know that MJF planned out what he was like, oh, this is what we're doing. I'm, yeah, I'm ready on Wednesday, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Well, not necessarily wrote the promos, cause I, but. Mapped it out. Mapped bullet it out. pointed. Yeah. yeah. Threw those bullet points in there. Mm-hmm. Get us to here. And <laughs> I think they did their job. They got us there. Yep. So. That was my raw. I mean, um, if you haven't watched that, go back and watch it. 
Like, I just, like, you have to watch it. This is, if you missed Dynamite last week, go back and just, if anything, just watch that promo. It was still a good show. But I'm saying that promo was, like, spine-chilling. Tingling. Is that the way it's said? What's the proper term? I like that. Tingling. Spine-tingling. Yeah. Gave me goosebumps. Raised the hairs on my arm. Whatever you want to use. It was that good. It was that freaking good. Anyway, um, what was your bad, sir? My bad. Um, the Texas Tornado match between Jungle Boy or Jungle Boy and Hook versus Preston Vance and Julisco. So here's my thing. <laughs> it was just all over the fucking place. Like, I love a good brawl. I love a good old-fashioned Johnny Brook, as they say. But what in the hell? And it wasn't even that it was like a clusterfuck where people were fucking up spots. Because they weren't. But it was just like a fucking demolition derby. I'm like, yo, there's no, like, I don't I don't know, like, why we're so violent already. <laughs> like, I just, nothing felt like it had a story to anything. It was just like, hey, y'all are in a program. Because I know there's a few going on, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. We're going to do a Texas Tornado match because whatever. Um, just go out there and fuck shit up. All right? Cool. Break. And it was like, go out there and fuck shit up. Preston's bleeding like a goddamn pig. I'm just... <laughs> for me, it was just all over the place and hard to follow. That's really what it was. It was like things were happening on the outside over there. And then, and I'm like, hey, man, y'all got to bring this in and kind of get it under control. I get it's a Texas Tornado match. But those don't always go well on TV. And I feel like they're better for pay-per-views because you have that atmosphere. But on TV, I feel like when you're trying to get somebody into a new storyline... It's hard to be like, okay, this dude's beating this dude ass over here. He beat Oh, he threw a test. Oh, he getting the chain. Oh, he the... Oh, oh. I'm like, wait. Fuck. I got ADD and I can't handle this. So what's wrong? The next person going to cut this shit off really quick. Like, okay. This is a lot. So that was that's why it's my bad. It's not my ugly because I understood the, the idea behind it. I just thought that maybe the execution could have been tighter because it had dope spots. It's just everything was happening at once, and it was not organized. That's what it was. There was no yeah. organization for me to be like, oh, that happened. And then, you know. There was no bullet points there. Uh, that's what <laughs> No bullet points. Just just doing shit. Yeah. If, you know what it reminded me of when you were a kid and you had your toys, and you're like, oh, and then you threw them off the, ah, and you threw the window. Ah, 16 tables. And you're like, what? What's going on? Slow down. So, yeah, that, that, that's why it was my bad. Yeah. My bad, either I'm going to have to give it to WWE or to myself. One of the two. Maybe because I'm just being so fucking impatient. So we're getting these new titles, right? Get a new World Heavyweight title. We get a new Universal title. We get a new Women's title. Where the fuck are these tag titles, yo? That's what's (laughs) pissing me off. I'm like, at some point, we haven't... Just said, yo, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, here go your new tag team titles. You don't have to carry these two fucking belts anymore. Something. Like, I am so fucking tired. First off, I already don't like the damn belts as it is. The tag team titles. 
Like, can we can we get something else? And can they just be on one brand? Are we going to give them some titles and then put some titles somewhere else? Like, I'm just... I don't know. I'm getting frustrated with this shit. Because I'm just... They got to find... Where are they going with this? Right. And they can't really get into a legitimate storyline. I mean, I guess they kind of have one with Imperial. But then... When they go to SmackDown, then they just got a bunch of motherfuckers challenging them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck. Can they just put one of the titles on the line and lose it, and then they go to uh, the Raw, or put one of the titles on the line on Raw and just go to SmackDown or something? But I need new fucking tag titles, too. Like, it's fucking The penny overdue. belts gotta go. Yes. Well, they nickels now. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even look like championships, though. No. They're so ugly. Fuck, man. I just I just need something else right now. I need them to... I'm, I'm being impatient, probably. But, fuck. I'm back to are old these, school belts. Are these titles just not ready? Is that what it is? <laughs> it's a gold plating shortage. Something. But I need something, man. I, I just can't do these fucking titles anymore. Uh, I need them to do something else. I'm, I'm getting irritated now. I'm seeing you throw titles, new titles out there left to right right now, which I'm grateful for. I like it. But I just need new new tag titles. I just need it. I need it. Um, Which, by the way, starting to think that that world heavyweight title ain't growing on me like I thought it would. At first, I loved it. Well, you don't like the way, you still don't like the way it looked? I think it's the WWE part in it. Like, I think it's so big that it actually messes up the design in the belt. Hmm. You think they should shrink the WWE in it? Yeah. Okay. I think they should shrink it. It's just too big. Yeah, it's just, yes, yeah. But that's just a minor tweak that they can do to make that belt look better. Um, But my ugly is, yo, listen, I I just feel like your your women's roster is so big now that why are we unifying the NXT women's tag team titles and the WWE women's tag team titles? I don't get it. Why? And why are you about to book yourself in this corner all over again? Are they trying to say there's not enough women in the training center or something? In the performance center? I don't know, but you got a huge women's roster in which you are you not utilizing everybody right now. Right. I just don't get that. Clearly, NXT is going to lose their tag team titles. Like, it's a unif. So, but what happens then? Like, are you, are the women tag teams just traveling or, cause, or just no more women tag teams? Like, how does this work? You know what I mean? Because in the end of the day, to me, all you're going to do is, at some point, oh, the NXT women's tag team titles are back. And so why the fuck the are you doing you, that's that? That's what I'm saying. Like, why are we <sighs> working ourselves in this corner? Mm-mm-mm. You just got yourself out of it with Roman Reigns. You're going to have to get yourself out of it 
with the men's tag team titles. Because you unified that. Well, you ain't really unified it. You made them undisputed. But really didn't have them drop it. And when the Usos had to defend it, they had to defend both titles instead of just one of the titles, which would have made more fucking sense to me. It just would have made more sense. Like, ah, oh, just we're just gonna defend the raw titles. We're not gonna give you both our titles. I don't know. But now they gonna unify these titles, so that's an actual like unification. I don't know. They gotta do something else. You got to do something. And I don't wanna see them unify or do an undisputed champion for a long ass time now. Because they don't seem to know how to really get themselves out of that corner once they put themselves in it. They just kind of like, fuck it, we here now. <laughs> Shit. So, I needed them to do something different. Um, but anyway, I won't mind somebody holding two titles. I just... But you got to be able to put them in a position to drop one. They don't all. They don't have to defend both titles. I think if you want to do that, like from the beginning, like oh, you know, your first defenses, you actually do them both. But then, like, it actually, cause like right now, right. When I look at Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I don't look at them as the undisputed tag team champions. You look at them as, as the Raw the, tag champions and the SmackDown champions. Yeah. Yeah. I just look at them like, oh, they they holding down both belts. The Usos, I looked at as the undisputed tag team champions. Because they had to go out there and win both titles. They had to take those titles off of of two different tag teams. (laughs) They worked for that. They earned it. The Usos, you mean uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, all due respect, you only have to take it off one. You only have to take it off one team. You didn't have to go through all these other teams to even get that. Matter of fact, you didn't even have to go through a, any other team to get to the point where you got to to even take those titles off. So, I can't recognize them as undisputed tag team champions. I don't acknowledge them. I don't acknowledge them. Although they are some of my favorite wrestlers. I will go back and do that. But I can't acknowledge them as undisputed. Yep. Anyway, you're ugly. Uh, not ugly. I feel like um, I've said this before in years past, or even maybe this year, um... I'm really sick of Charlotte just walking in and getting title shots, man. <laughs> like, this got to stop, bro. It's not even like a hate on Charlotte, because I like her as a wrestler. Mm. But it just doesn't make sense. You just shouldn't be able to do that. I don't... Once, twice, maybe, but it happens every single time she comes back up from a hiatus. To the point where you expect her to win the belt. And then have her run for about four months and then take a break. Like, that can't be the, the, the course of... I don't think she's winning it this time. Yeah, I... I, I think I, this is more so... Uh, about Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. 
I understand that, but she just it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Even if you spin it to where you just can't. You don't need to do all that. Like if you could spin it, because I saw some of the posts that Bianca had where she was like Bianca Belair, where she was like, um, "Oh, so this is how it's gonna go, Charlotte." Just keeps keep. It's like, but this isn't a kayfabe like a, a storyline thing. Like people are genuinely annoyed. Like it's a real. Like I know they want to use it in the story, but you're still gonna do it. So then it looks like it looks shitty. Like, mm-hmm. and this goes back to what you said. There are so many capable women that maybe could use an extra rub. That why couldn't you do Charlotte returns to action has a match with Shotzi or Tegan Knox or anybody do drop somebody and like that person gives her a run for her money and now she's in a pro anything besides I'm back and I want the belt they, they haven't even built those women up that's part that's of the, the problem though. yeah they haven't built any of those women up um, matter of fact they even or just have Charlotte. What happened to going through the, you know, what happened when you come back and you're like, I'm going to run through everybody until I get a title shot and just have to start beating people. I don't give a fuck. Just not, I'm back and where's my shot and you get one. That's stupid as fuck. Dude, they could have even put Lita out there and I would have accepted it. At least. Because I would have understood it. Because it's like, although I feel like, she's a little scary in the ring. But I would have understood she just came up, she was hurt. Right, right, right. She got attacked. And she didn't really even lose her title. So now she's coming back to challenge for another one. And then that puts another notch under Oscar's belt to take down a legendary uh, wrestler um, and leader. You know? Mm-hmm. I would have understood that. But I think this is um, really so much. So I think this is more um, Oscar getting her lick back for having to lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania and losing her under Peter Street for no reason. I think that's what this has to do with. Uh, yeah, I just feel like... But it, but they could have built it up better. Yeah, they could have built it up better. They could have done... Other, she just doesn't always have to be in the title picture off the bat. We get it. The bell is in her blood and all Yeah. But can but we do the... Can we get there through a process? Can we get... You know what I mean? It just can't always be the same story every time she comes. And that that's my main beef. That's my ugly. Mm-hmm. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Yeah, because you got to get her to do something else. And if she's not interested in doing something else, then she needs to go to a different promotion. I'm just saying. I couldn't imagine. I just feel like the problem. I don't know, man. You think the problem would travel with it? I don't know if it would travel, but I just feel like if she went to a different promotion... You're, again, almost in a position where you have to put her in because you have to, you have to use her her star power. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people would be smart enough to be like, okay, let her beat some people. It's just in WWE, you have the luxury of using the accolades she has yeah. to build up somebody else. And instead, their obsession is to build up more of her accolades. And I don't get that. Mm-hmm. It's like, she hasn't been champion enough to where you could take a fucking break and come back yeah, to this yeah, shit. Yeah. No? Oh, okay. Because she just interchanges between both shows. Mm-hmm. It's ne- there's never been a lull like, okay, yeah. I'm going to be in the background for a little bit. Just having a... And I think this is why Sasha was, or Mercedes Mer- Monet, whichever one you want to call her. Uh, you can call her Mercedes Monet right now because that's what she is. But I think that's what probably upsets her the most as far as 
saying that she was worth this money? Because she didn't just necessarily take the backseat. I think she did what was necessary to not constantly always be on top. But just to be known. Like we know who you are. And we know you're capable of actually running this division, getting the title, everything. Right? That's why she was deserving of the money. She's a top tier talent, yo. She's one of your... She's like your pillar. She was the four pillars of this fucking division. Man, remember that feeling though? Like, I don't know if that's a vibe that Triple H... It would be a long time for you to recapture that. Like, women, like, I just feel like they kind of dropped the ball on that whole women's revolution trying to conform with what WWE did. Just because the excitement that was behind having those, it, it trickled down to all the women in NXT. Like, we were excited to see because we didn't see WWE presenting women's wrestling that way. Mm-hmm. So it was like that. And even going into when they got to the main roster, there was an excitement. But then, you know, the politics and all, everything. And then now, here we are with complaining that every time you turn around, here's Charlotte with a goddamn belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, we can't fucking, like... No, she wins the fucking belt every fucking yeah. time. True. It may not even be the first time. But long, she gonna win it. It's just, it can't be. A, even Ric Flair had breaks. Even Ric Flair breaks. <laughs> he didn't come back every single fucking time and win the goddamn belt. He just did. Sorry. I, I can tell this dude's frustrated because he said goddamn, I don't know how many times. Did I? Yeah. Well, yeah, because when I turned it on and I saw it, I was like, bro, come the fuck on. Are you serious? <laughs> and I saw other people saying, I was like, cool, it's not just me. I'm not being mm. a hater. Like, come on, do something else. <laughs> but, you know, she'll get booed and I'm like, it's heat. It's good heat. I'm like, no, it's we're it's sick bad. of this shit heat. It's, it's not even her. It's just a fucking story, y'all. Stop that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually surprised that um, Triple H actually chose to do this. Yeah. For people, but it's a you got to kind of conform with the I don't want to say the norm, but like you know you got to work with what the company. Because we saw what he did in NXT where it was a good mix. But yeah. I feel like he also has to appease, you know, what they feel like is really drawing and all that good stuff. And it just sucks in some cases. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else to add? No, I think that's it, man. Cool. Um, well, then, I'm going to go ahead and end it by saying check out 1515 Avenue content. Be sure to uh, rate, subscribe, review to our podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast platforms you to choose to use. Just type in 1559. You should find podcasts such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurred Truth. Um, you can also go straight to our website, 1515 uh, click on any one of those, pull down that uh, podcast banner, click on any one of those podcasts. Uh, be sure to uh, click on that Amazon banner, purchase something off Amazon, go support the site. We greatly appreciate it. Um, with that said, it is me, 
Stir the pro. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the wall. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, 